Good morning, welcome back. We're starting the 10th chapter of Ilchot Berachot of Harambam. This chapter deals with Berachot that don't really have to do with things that we are about to enjoy from, but rather things which we just saw. In this Berachot, Harambam explained the first chapter, quasi-tefilot, they belong to the same gener uh, gen genus as tefilot, uh, in the sense that we are praising Bore Olam for things that we see. There is other berachot and things that do not have a petihava hatima, uh, in other words, some things that don't have any shemu malchut, paruchata shem in the beginning or the end, which Hachamim established to praise and acknowledge God blesses He, just like the berachot of Tefila, which we studied in Chot Tefila. And these are they. Anyone building a new house, anyone buying new clothes or new uh, new gadgets, new, new, new things of any sort, whether this is things that he's had like them before or not. He should say the following. Blessing you are, God, our Lord, the Eternal King, Shehayanu, the one who has permitted us to live, Bekiyemanu, and has um, made us exist, Vehigianu, and had made us arrive, Lazeman Hazet, to this time. Sorry, I'm having a little bit of a difficulty with the Mishnah Torah. There we go. Moreover, anyone seeing his friend after not having seen him or her for 30 days should say Shehayanu. If, however, he's seen him after 12 months of not having seen him, the beracha that one should say is, Blessing you are, Hashem our Lord, the eternal King, the one who um, gives life to those who were not alive. It's as if someone wasn't alive for these 12 months and now suddenly they are back alive and back in our consciousness, being that we are seeing them for the first time after a year. Moreover, anyone who sees a fruit, listen to what Rambam is saying, not the one who eats, but the one who sees a fruit that is renewing for the first time this year, and this is a fruit that only renews once a year, then as soon as he sees that, he should say, Shehayanu, this Beracha probably is most common in one's garden, one's pardes, one's orchard, when you see your fruit trees bearing fruits for the first time this year, beginning of the season, it's a reason to celebrate, a reason to be happy, a reason to say Shehayanu. Halacha Gimad. Shama Shemua Tova. Someone, nothing, nothing happened here, but you heard good news. Mevarech Baruch Atta Hashem Eloheinu Melech HaOlam HaTov VeHamiti. The Berachah that one should say is, Blessing you are Hashem, our God, Eternal King, the one who does good and does even more good. That's HaTov VeHamiti. Shama Shemua Ra'a, if he heard a bad, a bad kind of news, that's a beracha that we say when someone passes away. 
blessing you are Hashem, our Lord, the eternal King, the one who is the judge of truth. And a person should find the same kind of satisfaction of saying, of acknowledging God for things that are not pleasant, just like he does for things that are pleasant. As the Pasuk says, You shall love Hashem your Lord with all of your, we translated once, with all of your energy, with all of your life, with, with all of your uh, abilities, with all of your capacity. And part of this love that we are prescribed to have extra towards God is to be able to acknowledge him in the moments of uh, in the moments that are not as pleasant when bad things happen. When a person hears good news or, or, um, or, or something good happens to him, even though it's evident that this good news bring bad news following right behind them, we should still say the beracha of hatov vehametiv. And so too, if something bad happens, and you know that after this something bad, something good is about to come, you would still say Piracha for that something bad that happened, Dayan Haemet, because these acknowledgments we give God are not for the future, for things that haven't yet happened. Rather, for the present, for what just happened. And this is, I think, a very important tool to train us to not take the future for granted. We human beings tend to preview the future and think that we know what's going to happen. And not only do we know what's going to happen, we expect it and we actually take it into account in our feelings for the present. And that's not a good habit. Especially because nobody can really predict the future. And, and although it might seem that this A, which I see happening today, will lead to B, it may or may not. And by expecting B, if B is something good, then I'm setting myself up for being disappointed if it doesn't happen. And if it be something bad, I'm setting myself up right now for losing hope and losing a positive outlook on life. So this berachot, one of the one of the the, the, the effects that they have is that they train us to focus on what's happening right now. If a lot of rain comes. We actually uh, need rain in Eretz Israel at the moment, so 
please have this in mind in your berachot. We do berach, uh, every every single day, three times a day, Barech Alenu. Uh, that is a beracha for rain, and we do need it in Eretz Israel this year a lot, as an aside. So if a lot of rain comes, as Be'ezat Hashem will happen soon in Eretz Israel, if one has his own field, he should say Sheheyanu. And if he knows that that field that is being watered by this rain is his and others, so he should say Hatov Hametiv. Hatov Hametiv is an upgraded version of Sheheyanu, and this is because it's, it's something good that's happening to more than just me. And if he doesn't have a field, he says the following, We acknowledge you, God our Lord, for every drop and drop that you may come to us. And if it were that our mouth could become filled with song, like the ocean, and our tongue, um, some singing like like the waves of the ocean in our lips with praise like the the vastness of the head of the of the sky and if our eyes could sparkle like the sun and like the moon and our hands could be extended up extending your hands up was always a sign a posture of prayer and if, if we could extend our hands up, just like the the eagles do. Actually, Neshet is not eagle, but I'll translate eagle for now. And our feet were uh, as as uh, agile as the gazelles. It wouldn't be enough for us to be able to express our acknowledgement to you, God, our Lord. Or to give blessing to your name, our King, for even one of the thousands of thousands, and the many multitudes of tens of thousands, of the 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 the, uh, the good events, palm is something that happens. So the, the good uh, occurrences that you've done with us, with our forefathers. From ever at the very beginning, you you saved us from from Egypt. From the house of slaves, you redeemed us. When we were in hunger, you nourished us. When we had abundance, you administered us. You allowed us to to, to have a a healthy division of this abundance. From a sword you saved from sword you saved us from war. You you uh, saved us also, you made us escape from um Dever is a plague. And from many bad diseases, you Dilitanu comes literally from the word Dli, which is a bucket. And when you draw water out from the well, it's called lidlot. So dilitano is exactly that. Uh, you you took us out from from many bad diseases. Alken, therefore, all of these limbs that you gave us distinct from each other within our body. And the 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 direction and the breathing that you instilled in our noses uh, that's a 
an allusion to what Hashem did with Adam and this tongue that you've put inside our mouths so these are the ones that will acknowledge you now that we have accepted that we cannot acknowledge you with whatever we have these things that you've given us this is what we'll use they will give blessing to your name Hashem our Lord Baruch Atta Hashem, blessing you are Hashem, Rov HaHodayot, the one who, um, who deserves many acknowledgments, El HaTushbahot, the Lord over all the praises. From what time is it appropriate to say this blessing for the rain? From the moment that the water has penetrated the ground so much and has been absorbed that it's now it's now it's saturated the ground and it's above ground, and you start seeing some uh, bubbles forming on in the water. And not only that there is bubbles, but the bubbles have enough freedom that they can be attracted by gravity and start joining with one another. That is a sign of good rain, of rain that has saturated the ground below. If they tell him, your father has passed and he's left us and he's left you a, an inheritance, if he has other brothers with him, which means that they all are benefiting from this second part of the statement, the inheritance. The first Berachah he should say is Dayan HaEmet for something bad that he just heard. And after that, which is a Berachah for something good that happens to him and to others. If he does not have any brothers that are going to inherit alongside him, the Berachah is the personal goodness Berachah, which is Shehayanu. Kispo Sheladabar, this is the, how, how things are, this is the rule. Shekol Tova Shehilo Velachirim, every good thing that happens, that is good for him and for others. Mevarecha Tova Metiv, you should say the upgraded Berachah, the one who does good and does more good. Vetova Shehilo Levado, and something that only benefits him alone, there is four people that need to acknowledge Hashem for something that happens to them. Someone who was ill and he became cured. Someone who was imprisoned and was freed. Someone who's gone, who's departed on a sea travel and then came back. And someone who was traveling between cities and arrived to an inhabited place. And this acknowledgement needs to be done before 10 people. And two of them at least should be wise men. They should be hachamim. As it's said in the Pasuk that describes these four things in the Hilim Kufzain, is a Pasuk that we read in Sukkot. Let 
let uh, them, the ones who need to acknowledge God, let them uh, enhold God in in a congregation of people, in other words, 10 people, and where sages uh, dwell or sit down, they have to praise God. So we, we want at least two zakanim because it's the mi'ot, the, the, the least plural you can go is two. Bechesad mode, and how should this acknowledgement be made? Omed benehem umbarech, he should stand among them and say, Baruch atah Hashem Eloheinu belechaolam, blessing you are, Hashem our Lord, the King of the Eternal King, Hagomel lehayavim tovot, the one who who does good things to those who thereafter become, or, or at that point were already, they already were. Uh, they were on credit, they already had been given too much, they were, they were already owing good things, for you have given everything good to me, you have done everything good to me. Ligmol means to do something good. And all of those who are listening, who are hearing this, say, the one who has done good to you, he shall continue doing good to you forever. Uh, by the way, Harambam does not have ha'el, like uh, many people say, ha'el koltu, sela. He doesn't have koltu, he doesn't have the koltu afterwards in sela. It's a much shorter formula, Anyone who sees a place where miracles happen to Eretz Israel, like if someone goes to Eilat nowadays and sees the Yamsuf, or someone sees the places in which the Yarden can be crossed, the narrow parts of the Jordan River, which uh, was open for Yoshua. Mevarech, you should say the following Beracha Baruch Hashem Elokeinu Melech HaOlam She'asa Nisim La'avotenu Ba'makom Hazeh Blessing you are Hashem our Lord, the Eternal King, the one who has made Nisim, who has made the signs for our forefathers in this place V'chen kol makom she'na'asa bones la'rabim And so too, not only the Yarden and Yamsuf, any place that was a place where a miracle happened to the community but a place where something happened to a particular individual, let's say that um, some, you were walking down the street and a piano fell and it fell a few inches from your head and you consider that to, be, to have been a nest. So that particular person that was saved through this nest, and his descendants, his son and his grandson, he should say when he sees that place, He should say, Blessing you are, Hashem our Lord, the eternal King, that has made to me a nest in this place. Or if it's the son saying it, the one who's done for my father or my, for my forefather a nest in this place. Anyone who sees Gov Harayot is something that we no longer have today, um, but uh, in in the times of antiquity where people were much more cruel, 
Um, they used to have this as a form of execution. It was a huge pit filled with hungry lions, like they had in the in the Colise Colosseum in Rome. And uh, that's where Daniel was thrown and he was saved. The Chivshan Ha'esh, or in a, in a furnace of fire, again, both of these cases, I believe, is specifically when the function of them is for executions. Mevarech, he should say the following Beracha, Blessing you are, Hashem, our Lord, the Eternal King, the one who's made a miracle to righteous people in a place like this. Uh, if you pass by a place where people are doing Avodazara, I should say the Berachah, Blessing you are, Hashem, our Lord, the Eternal King, the one who is forgiving, the one who, who, um, who holds back from punishing those who are transgressing his will. The one, if someone sees a place where there, there once was a Vodazara, but there no longer is, in Be'eris Israel, who, if this is in Eris Israel, should say, Bless, Blessing you are, Hashem our Lord, the Eternal King, the one who has approved Avodazara from our land. who, and if it's in outside Eris Israel, he should say, She'akal Avodazara minam makomazeh, the one who has approved Avodazara from this place. Ve'omer bishtehem, and he should add afterwards, after this peracha, Keshem she'akarta minam makomazeh, just like you have approved Avodazara from this place, kach ta'akom mikola mikomot, so you should do from every other place, v'tashiv lev ovdehem le'ovdach, and you shall uh, make those who worship Avodazara go back to worshiping you. Interestingly, we are not asking Bore Olam to destroy everyone, to kill everyone. We are just asking him to give in the hearts of those who are misled and are worshipping other forms of worship to come back and worship the creator of the world as sort of like a, a wish, not, uh, not something that we actively pursue. Anyone who sees, and this is very, very, Baruch uh, Hashem, it's very applicable today when we have in Eres Israel so many cities that are cities inhabited by Am Israel, by the people of Israel. So anyone who sees a, a, a settlement of, of Am Israel, he should say, uh, Blessing you are Hashem, our Lord, the Eternal King. The one who establishes massive, the one who who solidifies massive from yasiv, gevul almana, the 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 section of widows. In other in other words, the land is as if it were a widow because Borei Olam abandoned it in a way after the the horban. That's what we say in echa echa hayeta badat hagira batiam hayeta ke almana. So. Uh, when we see finally uh, a settlement uh, in, in Eres Israel, we should say we should say that uh, we should acknowledge Boreolam is re-establishing that uh, the that section that land that belongs to the Almanat to Eres Israel, and he's rebuilding it. The Hurbanan, if however he goes to Eres Israel and he sees that the settlements are destroyed, he should say the that we say for bad things, which is the Yan Haimet. 
הרואה כי בני ישראל מברך ברוך אתה השם אלוהינו מלך העולם אשר יסר אתכם בדין, וזן אתכם בדין, וחלקל אתכם בדין, והיה אתכם בדין, והמית אתכם בדין, ועתיד להקים אתכם לחיי העולם הבא בדין, ברוך אתה השם מחיי המתים. anyone who sees a Jewish cemetery should say blessing you are Hashem our Lord the eternal king and then you refer to the tombstones or, or the people being buried there and you say the one who has uh, created you with uh, with justice or he, he has determined to created you the one who was determined to nourish you the one who was uh, determined also to administer you as we said before is beyond nourishment is when you have more than what you need and kalkala is economy for that reason a kalkala is something by the way that contains within it many calls you have call call together kalkala so lechalkel is when you have call you have everything and you have to divide it among more than one the one who gave you life uh, injustice then it was determined in his just discretion to to make you die and, and further but in the future he's going to uh, revive you uh, to to the world to come but then also justly blessing you are Hashem the one who gives life to those who are dead Anyone who sees 600,000 people at once. This doesn't happen very often. One time in which it happened in very recent history was when Chacham Ovadiyah Yosef passed away. His, uh, the, the, his funeral, people coming and accompanying his uh, dead body for the last time uh, was apparently more than a million people strong. So you would have said this Beracha. In Goim Hem Omer, if these people are Goim and he sees six hundred thousand strong, he should say Omer Bosha Imechem Meod Haferayor at Techem in Ne Aharit Goim Midbar Siyava Anava. He should say a pasuk from Yirmiyahu which says uh, your mother uh, is probably embarrassed for, from you because normally a multitude of goyim. Uh, brings about a desert and destruction. And just bear in mind the context of seeing 600,000 Goim at once would have been mostly um, as an army. And uh, we don't have very good experiences with armies of the other nations and how they treat us or how they treat the world. They Israel Hem, if they are Jews, however, just like the example I gave, he should say the following, Blessing you are, Hashem, our Lord, the Eternal King, Hacham Harazim, the one who, uh, who knows, who understands all things hidden. This is an allusion to the fact that, you know, for us, we see 600,000 people. It's a mass. It's a mass of people. But for Borei Olam, he sees 600,000 individuals and he knows exactly what each of them is thinking at all times. Anyone who sees a 
non-Jewish sage, yes, we do believe that there is non-Jewish sages, scientists, he should say the following, should say, blessing you are Hashem, our Lord, the eternal King, the one who gives, who imparts from his uh, wisdom to humans. Chachme Israel, if however these are Jewish sages, mevarech shenatan mikevodol levasavadam. He should say instead of shenatan mikochmato, sorry, shenatan mikochmato lireav. He should say the one who gives from from his wisdom to those who fear him, because the Chachamim, the Jewish Chachamim, are also yireashem. Chachme Israel, sorry, malche umot haolam, non-Jewish kings. Should say the, beracha, the one who gives from his honor, from his glory, he shares his glory with humans because he's allowing humans to have a position in which they receive the honor that is otherwise reserved to God as king. And likewise, just like we changed the Beracha for uh, Jewish hachamim for Jewish kings also the beracha is different and it is the one who gives from his uh, who shares his glory his honor with those who fear him. Anyone who sees the kushi kushi means uh, someone from Kush. Kush is uh, the Ethiopia, not modern day Ethiopia, but uh, Sub-Saharan Africa, and this was not a common sight back in the day. Or someone who has some kind of a deformity, or someone who has some kind of a, a different uh, uh, limb formation, someone has six fingers, for example. Blessing you are Hashem, our Lord, the eternal king, the one who decides how creatures should be different from one another. This is a beracha that uh, should probably have the effect of foster within us an appreciation that differences in appearance are attributable to Hashem and to remember, unlike many other cultures, that the fact that someone looks different doesn't mean that, that they belong to a different team. They also are created by the same creator. Uh, back in the day, especially, for example, in Christianity, someone who looks different uh, would normally be thought to belong to the team of the devil, or so on. If someone sees someone who has some kind of a disability, a, a blind, or is missing an arm, or has a shahin, which is a, some kind of a disease that you can see on the skin, Ubahakanin is uh, someone who doesn't have pigmentation, what, what people call the albino, bahen or of that kind. It should say Dayan Haemet, it's an affliction that someone is having, uh, blindness, for example, so you should acknowledge Hashem for something bad that's happened. Sorry, if, if that if that uh, disability is something from birth, he should say because it's not something that uh, that's bad that happened, but this is how they were born. So this is the way Hashem created them, and it's just the different way by which they so they are different. It's not that they have suffered something. 
וכן הרואה פיל וקוף וכיפוף, also whoever sees an elephant, a monkey, כיפוף is a, a, an owl, so all of these animals were not common sights back in the time of, of the Mishnah, מברך ברוך בשנה הבריאות, you should say, uh, blessing you are, the, uh, God our eternal king, the one who makes creatures different from one another, again this is something that would have been very impressive back in the day, in the times of the Mishnah, הלכה י"ג. Anyone who sees creatures that are very beautiful and well-formed, or trees that have lots of fruits in them, blessing you are Hashem, our Lord, the eternal King, that this is the way that his world is. Anyone going out to the fields or to the gardens during the days of the month of Nisan, and during that time of spring, he sees that the trees are flourishing and the, the buds are, are opening. should say the following which we call Blessing you are Hashem, our Lord, the eternal King, that has made sure that his world lacks nothing. And he's created within it, within his world, uh, beautiful creatures and, and uh, abundant creatures to make life more beautiful for human beings. Winds that are very strong, hurricanes, tornadoes, lightning and uh, and uh, thunders also any kind of noises that you hear coming from the ground like during an earthquake also all kinds of light sightings you see lights in in the sky like uh, what what's called what's called shooting stars uh, that look like stars that are falling and, and running fast. Or like, or like stars that have some kind of a tail. All of those sights, uh, sightings, for each and every one of these, you say, blessing you are Hashem, our Lord, the eternal King, whose power fills the world. And if you want, there is another formula that's also uh, acceptable, and that is blessing you are Hashem, our Lord, the eternal King, the one who creates, uh, the one who creates Bereshit, uh, all, 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 the, all the things that we mention in Bereshit. Halachat etvav. So, sorry, by the way, these two belachot cover two areas of what we know of Hashem. One is Hashem as a manager of the world, the one whose power is evident throughout, means that we are saying, we see in, in this shooting star that you are controlling it, you are behind it, your power is leading it. If we say, we are saying, we are talking more, focusing more on the creation aspect, and we say, we know that at once none of this existed, everything is from nothing, and you are the one who programmed this universe from scratch.
הלכת ט"ו, על הערים ועל הגבעות, anyone who sees mountains or mounts ועל המדברות, deserts ועל הימים, ימים with דגש on the mem means oceans, ימים without דגש on the mem means days, so it's important to always be careful in pronouncing ימים with a strong mem when you're referring to oceans, ועל הנהרות, rivers, אם ראי אחד מהן אחר שלושים יום, if he's seeing any of these for the first time after 30 days of not having seen them, מברך ברוך אתה השם אלוקינו מלך העולם עושה בראשית, שרוצה לדבר לך of the one who creates everything עושה בראשית. הרועד הים הגדול משלושים יום לשלושים יום או יותר, anyone who sees one of the large oceans, um, so the first kind of oceans, the ים, It's not necessarily Yam Ocean, but it could be also Yam Kinneret or Yam Hamelah. Those are also Yam. Uh, ocean, Ocean, Yam Agadol will be the Mediterranean or the, the Pacific, Atlantic. So anyone who sees the large ocean, again, for the first time every 30 days, It's a special Beracha for it, the one who makes the large ocean. Halachat et Zayn. הרואה קשת בענן מברך ברוך אתה השם אלוקינו מלך העולם זוכר הברית נאמן בבריתו וקיים במאמרו. anyone who sees the rainbow should say the following ברכה blessing you are Hashem king the eternal our lord the eternal king the one who remembers the covenant is the covenant of Noah נאמן בבריתו the one who remains true to his covenant of not ever destroying the world again the fact that we are saying the ברכה means the world has not been destroyed וקיים במאמרו, and the one who stays steadfast on that which he said. הרואה לבנה בחידושה, anyone who sees the moon being renewed again, the beginning of the cycle of the moon, in other words, after Rosh Chodesh, and Haramam does not have any, any time frame for this, it could be any day from the first of the month until the 15th of the month, because that's, because that's uh, as you'll see in the next halacha, that's when the moon is growing. but he does not require for there to have passed three days or seven days. Nalro uh, Harambam would say the first time you see it, that's when you have to say the Beracha. And the Beracha is the following, Blessing you are Hashem our Lord, the Eternal King, he, with, he who with his word he has created the heavens, with his, uh, with his breath he created all what fills up the heavens, all the, the moons and stars, etc. He established, he programmed them in a way that they don't change their task. You see the moon as clockwork every single month, every 29 and a half days. And they, in turn, these astral, astral bodies are happy and joyful to do as they are commanded by their maker. They... they uh, They are true, they are loyal workers, that they do their tasks loyally. And to the moon, uh, so Baruch it, Hashem, it would mean, and, and bless, blessing you are Hashem, also the one who to the moon said that it should renew itself so that it becomes so that it becomes a, a crown of glory for those who, who, um, who come from a human womb, for, uh, sorry, for, for, for those who carry 
humans in the wombs, in other words, for for um, for pregnant people. Um, or another interpretation would be for the ones with whom figuratively God is pregnant, namely Am Israel. Shehem atidim bithadesh kimotaha, because they too renew themselves, they go through a renovation cycle, ulfa early of sram and they are going to also praise their maker for the glory of his kingdom. Baruchatashem, blessing you are Hashem, mehadesh Hashem, the one who renews the months. This beracha needs to be said standing up. For everyone who says beracha over the new month on its proper time, it's as if he's greeting God himself. And if he does not do it on the first night that the moon renewed itself, as if implying that is the ideal time, sorry, he's allowed to say this until the 16th day of the month. Uh, notice how Aramam is saying day. You could say this during the day. It doesn't need to be at night so long as you see the moon. Until the moon has become a full moon which happens on the 16th day of the month. Anyone who sees the sun during the, the spring equinox that is the beginning of the 28th cycle, a, a cycle of 28 years, where this spring equinox happens at the beginning of the night preceding Wednesday, of Tuesday night, then that Wednesday morning, so too, when the moon goes back to the position which is called Mazal Tale, um it's uh, I, I forget the the translation from Mazal Tale in English but it's one of the 12 uh, zodiac signs and which aligns the moon and it makes it perfectly parallel to to earth it's not to the north or to the south so too when each star or planet from from the five uh, that 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 uh, that that, are, that remain go back to Mazal Tale, and it's not uh, tilted to the north or to the south relative to their uh, expected position. And so too, when Mazal Tale itself, when you see that portion of the sky which corresponds to Mazal Tale. Uh, appearing on the east, for each and every one of these, you'd say, you'd say, I'm not going to explain this halacha, first of all, because I'd need to study it for many, many hours to be able to explain it correctly. And secondly, because we are going to study in depth 
which I believe you need to understand well to understand this halakha uh, and what does it mean for things to line up. But the basic idea is that when these astrological bodies, when these astral bodies line up and have the same placement that they have at the beginning of this cycle, then you say the beracha of uh, Osebereshit. Anyone who sees anyone who sees a settlement of uh, of Goim, he should say Bet Goim is Adonai. He should say the Pasuk Mishle that says houses that are filled with pride should be destroyed by God. The Hurbanan Omer, if he sees that these houses are already destroyed, he should say, El Nekamot Adonai, El Nekamot Ophia. Uh, God is a, is a Lord. He's, he's in charge of, uh, of exacting, of exacting uh, punishments. And the one and the God who is in, in charge of exacting punishments has shown himself. As we said before, anyone who sees uh, a cemetery of of uh, Goim, you should say which is the same pasuk that we said for a multitude of more than 600,000 Goim at once. Anyone going into the bathhouse should say let it be your will the, uh, let it be decided before you, Hashem, my Lord, that you allow me to go into the Merhas, into this sauna, uh, peacefully. May I come out peacefully this, uh, because of the changes in pressure. This uh, implied a certain health risk. And save me from all the bad things that can happen here. Um, and things of that sort in the future. And after leaving the bathhouse, you should say, I acknowledge you, Hashem, uh, my Lord, that has saved me from the fire. Uh, the, the fire, again, can lower your pressure a lot. Some people cannot recover from that drop in pressure. So we thank Hashem for saving. And this is something that makes a person feel as though Hashem saved them directly from the fire. Uh, just a very small note, or means light, or means fire. Kaf Omer. Anyone coming to the doctor to let blood, which was a therapeutic procedure they used to do. Omer, should say, let it be the will before you, Hashem, my Lord, that this thing which I'm about to do be therapeutic for me, may, may bring refuah to me, uh, because for you are professional, you are a free doctor, you're a doctor who cures for free without asking for anything in return. And as he's coming out from letting blood, he should say, Baruch Rofe Hayim. Blessing you are the one who, who, um, who cures or gives uh, gives cure or gives health to those who are alive.
הלכה כ"ב, ההולך למוד את גרונו אומר, ירצום מלפניך השם אלוהי שתשלח פרחה במעשה ידיי. התחיל לעמוד, once he starts counting and he wants to know how much he has, אומר ברוך השולח ברכה בכלי הזה. He should actually acknowledge in the present tense and say, a blessing is the one who has sent or the one who is sending abundance in this keli. This keli is this mount of grain. מדד ואחר כך ביקש רחמים, הרי זאת תפילת שווא. If however he already measured, he knows how much he has, and then he wants to ask, Hashem, please make this be abundant, then this is תפילת שווא. In other words, it's not תפילת שווא, When, uh, when you don't know what things are yet, or we can, when you cannot know what things are yet, it is tefillat shav once the amount is quantified and it's known. And anyone praying for something that already happened, this is a prayer in vain. Anyone coming to the house of study, אומר, should say at the beginning before coming in, ירצה מלפניך אדוני אלוהי, let it be the will before you, Hashem my Lord, שלא יקשה דבר לך, that I do not falter, I do not make any mistake in law, שלא אומר על תמת טהור, let me not say for what's pure, for what's impure, pure, ועל טהור תמה, for what's pure, impure, ועל מותר אסור, for what's permitted, forbidden, ועל אסור מותר, for what's forbidden, permitted, ועל אקשל בדבר הלכה וישמחו בחבריי, let me not make any mistake, and let it be that when I don't make any mistake in דבר הלכה, in any matter of law, my friends, my colleagues agree with me and are happy with me, ואל יקשלו בדבר, ואל יקשלו חבריי בדבר הלכה ואשמח בהם, and let it be that when my friends don't make any mistake, I agree with them and I'm happy with what they say. כ"ד, ובסייעתו מבית המדרש אומר, and as he's leaving בית המדרש, what should he say? מודה אני לפניך, השם אלוהי, I acknowledge you or before you, השם my Lord, ששמת חלקי מיושבי בית המדרש, for you have made my part be, made me part of those who, who sit down in בית המדרש, ולא שמת חלקי מיושבי קלנות, and not with the ones that I'm not part of those, who spend their time sitting in corners in the streets. שאני משקיעים והם משקיעים because me and the ones who sit in corners and waste their times hanging out, chilling in the streets, so to speak, they also wake up early. I wake up early and they wake up early. אני משקיעים לדבר תורה, however, I wake up early to be greeted by the words of the Torah, והם משקיעים לדברים בטלים, but they wake up early for things that are totally null and void. אני עמל והם עמלים, I put effort and they put effort. אני עמל ומקבל שכר, I put effort and I'm rewarded for it, והם עמלים ואין מקבלים שכר, but they put effort and see nothing from it. אני רץ והם רצים, I run and they also run. In other words, time passes by me and time passes by them as well. אני רץ לחיי העולם הבא, however, time passes by me as I'm... getting nearer and nearer to the world to come, 
They, however, wasting their time, they are running towards a pit of destruction, in other words, to the tomb, to the tomb from which uh, there is no, and there is nothing beyond that. Anyone coming into the fortified city, that's Kerach, he should say, let it be the will before you, Hashem, my Lord, that I may come into this fort, this fortified city, peacefully. And after having come in, into this safe haven, into this safe fortified city, he should say, I, I thank you or I acknowledge you, God, my Lord, that you have allowed me to come into this place peacefully. And as he is saying at the fila before leaving and going in his dangerous journey again, he should say, should say, Hashem may be the will before you, God, my Lord, that I may leave this kirach peacefully. And if he leaves in peace, you should say, I acknowledge before you, Hashem, my Lord, that that you have allowed me to come out from this place peacefully. And just like I've come out from this place peacefully, so too I, I, I ask that you that you um lead me in peace in this in this uh, in this way, lead me safely. That is and you support me safely. But that's identity shalom, and that I I make the right choices in the path and, and choose the right directions safely. And that you may save me from every possible enemy or um, or anyone trying to set up a trap for me in this journey. This is all taken directly from the Mishnah in Berachot. This is the rule. forever Isaac Adam a person should say, uh, ask, beg for things that have not yet happened, that are, are supposed to come in the future. Rahamim and he should he should uh, beg for mercy for things that are not yet that have not yet happened. And for the past, he should be thankful and acknowledge and give, render an acknowledgement as much as he possibly can. Anyone who uh, acknowledges Hashem more and more all the time, the more one does it, the better, the more appropriate and, and praiseworthy this is. And just want to finish with, with one thought, this very long chapter. This is exactly the attitude they Jews should have. We should not take the future for granted. The future is always open. It's always something that we look to the future, uh, knowing full well that it all depends. It's all in the hands of God. And the past is what we should be focusing on. We tend to, in Western society, to ignore the past, to not be thankful for the past. If I ask you, would you like to trade three amazing weeks in the past for one, for one good second in the future, you'd say, of course, yes. 
So I'm not sure that this is the Jewish answer. A Jew is always able to find happiness and reasons to be thankful for by looking back, by looking at things that already happened. And in fact, the past is more concrete. The past is something that uh, we know exists. It's much more real. The past is much more real than the future. The future is still undefined. We always have this begging, hopeful attitude for the future. And this is trained by always asking what Olam for things, even though things that, that uh, you know, we, we should expect them, right? Like, for example, we said you should pray that you, you go in and out from the bathhouse uh, safely. Anyone expects that, but not a Jew. A Jew knows that even that should not be expected, should not be taken for granted. The future is not taken for granted. And the past is taken for granted in the sense that we find in the past enough reasons to always acknowledge and thank Hashem.